Hello and welcome to this special episode of the EG Property Podcast with me, EG Editor Sam McClary. In this episode, I'm in conversation with Andy Burnham, Mayor of Greater Manchester. Recorded as part of EG's Future of Manchester event, we talk about how the city and city region has fared during the coronavirus pandemic, how the city plans to be a leader when it comes to green and digital technologies, and how Manchester will become a city transformed. If you'd like to watch EG's dynamic Future of Manchester production, head to www.egi.co.uk forward slash the future of UK cities forward slash Manchester. And do make sure to pick up this weekend's EG magazine for full coverage of the event, including expert commentary from players in the region. But for now, grab that cuppa or head out for your daily constitutional and enjoy this EG property podcast. Andy Burnham, Mayor of Greater Manchester, thank you so much for joining us again for a Future of Manchester programme, again virtually of course, but hopefully today's programme a little bit, little bit different and um, you know if there's, if there's one man who has shown um, how much they believe in the future of Manchester, I think it, it has to be you, you know we saw that wonderful stand that you took for the city and throughout the programme today, we're going to hear lots of people talking about pride when it comes to Manchester and how, how proud the, the region is and how resilient it is. And I really wanted to start this conversation with, with you about, about your pr- pride in the city and your, your desire, I suppose, for it to really be able to showcase that resilience that it has. Well, thanks, Sam. And it's great that you're putting this event on again, and I'm really pleased to support it. I do have great pride in the place, in the people. Um, I always say, I mean, I I couldn't be luckier uh, to be the mayor of Greater Manchester because I, I don't think you will find anywhere in the world um, more uh, inspirational people than, than we do uh, in, in Greater Manchester, um, both in terms of people's um, kind of warmth and compassion, but also um, talent. Um, I think we're a city region with a great future. I think in some ways, like other English cities, we've maybe not fully punched our weight really because of the way the country has always worked and been a bit overly uh, London dominated. I think increasingly, as we hope levelling up takes effect, Manchester, Greater Manchester will more and more come into its own. And I think people are beginning to see that and feel that. And it's just uh, you know, a privilege to be a part of it. Fantastic. And, and obviously, Manchester has been in lockdown for one of the longest longest periods of time that like ev- everywhere around the country that is having an impact on on people and, and place but I, I'd love to know from you I guess how the the sort of steps out of that come and what you're looking what you're looking forward to I guess as as Manchester and the whole country builds builds back up after after this very strange year it has been really tough um and it's been tough for two reasons firstly um our case rate has been higher so we've been in restrictions for longer than uh lots of other places so people have had a real uh, uh, tough time with, with all of this and of course that's impacted on the economy but the second reason why i think um we've we've suffered a little more than than other places is because the greater manchester economy uh i think is more exposed to the effects of the pandemic so for instance you know, our, our reliance on tourism, hospitality, live events, music, 
um, creative industries, you know, all of these industries have been hit quite hard. Aviation, I should add into that list. Um, and therefore, our economy has been hit a little harder. There were some worrying figures recently that um, the number of households in destitution nationally has doubled, but in Greater Manchester, it's, uh, or in the Northwest, I should say, it's increased sixfold because of the nature of our of our economy. So, yes, there is a big challenge, but as I was saying, the the people here uh, have got massive determination and great resilience, and um, I think that will come into it is coming into play, and we we will see it as we we come through. And, and I do think it is a genuine opportunity to accelerate the kind of change that we want to see. Um, our digital economy is booming. We are officially the fastest growing digital and tech hub. Um, in Europe, and I think that will only continue uh, coming out of the uh, coming out of the the pandemic. There is real momentum within the digital and tech sector. We have our ambition uh, to be zero carbon by 2038. It's uh, a science-led target, not a political target, which again differentiates uh, Greater Manchester. I think with the the COP uh, 26 coming in Glasgow later this year. Uh, we've got a, a great opportunity to shine in that uh, spotlight. So if, if you ask me to summarise uh, where I'm trying to take Greater Manchester, it's to be the UK's leading digital city region and the UK's leading green city region, because I think uh, being a, a leader in digital and green means you're our, you will be a leader in industry in the 21st century. And uh, that's that's where I, I want Greater Manchester to be. It's, it's a lofty um, ambition and our, our audience today is obviously the, the real estate community and I, I, I wonder what role they have to play in, in helping achieve those um, ambitions and, and what sort of conversations you're having with that community. They have a huge role uh, to play, um, obviously in supporting um, the, uh, the, the growing sectors of our economy, but they have a role to play themselves in terms of buildings and making sure buildings are uh, retrofitted uh, and are, are zero carbon. We've just started um, a public sector retrofitting program in Greater Manchester. So we're you know, modifying our own buildings. What, what I would ask the industry to do for, for those listening to this, uh, this today is to, to see how you might tap into that so that we can build the public sector program out into the private sector uh, and speed up um, the whole process of, of retrofitting our buildings. We've agreed with Electricity Northwest um, that they will put um, uh, the grid in Greater Manchester on a path towards 2038 and zero carbon. First, we're the first city region in the country to have a firm agreement with our main uh, energy uh, supplier. So things are beginning to happen and I think the, um, uh, the property sector has got a huge role uh, to play and I think it, it is um, an opportunity for property businesses to you know, get ahead of the rest, really, and make that a, a kind of a, a selling point, make it, a, you know, an attractive um, uh, offer uh, to people who may be looking to relocate uh, to Manchester. You know, if we, we can be zero carbon by 2038, I think, you know, there will be businesses out there that will say, well, I want to be a part of that, and I want to be in a building that is a modern uh, zero carbon building. So there's huge opportunities in front of us all. It's a big part of the draw, isn't it, to, to get bring people back to cities, the, the creation of spaces that, that are environmentally friendly, that do perhaps have um, fresh air that you can get into and, and, you know, sort of deliver on those ESG principles that are becoming so important, not just to, to more and more corporates, which is great to see, but to, to the next generation of, of workers too. 
Definitely. I think we're on the cusp of some pretty big change uh, in Greater Manchester. I think, you know, people use the phrase build back better. I think that will be very visible in our city um, in that we will embark soon on a, a major programme of change on the transport system um, where we will push on with plans to create a London style uh, public transport system that is integrated um, and and uh, and zero carbon. Um, so you know that that change is coming through. Uh, we're building the largest cycling and walking uh, network um, anywhere in the country, led by our commissioner Chris Boardman. We have plans for a clean air zone across Greater Manchester, um, all ten districts, uh, and it will be the largest geographically in the country. So when you pull all of those strands together. What you can see there is a, uh, a program, a major program for change. And what it means uh, for, for people living here or people who want to come here is you know, a, a more livable city region, a cleaner city region, um, more pride in our green space and you know, cleaning that up, rethinking how we develop. Um, so building more residential in the city centre, the town centres of Greater Manchester, uh, and using this as an opportunity to rethink uh, rethink our communities, building for public transport rather than building for the car. Uh, you know, th these these are big changes, and I I feel now they are about to to come through in a in a in a very meaningful way. Uh, I'm glad you used that word meaningful, actually, because that's one of the the themes that um, listeners and viewers will see throughout um, today's program. Is there's a lot of conversation from developers, which is great to see that Manchester could be a real showcase for, for, for what meaningful development really is, and that from a, a social value point of view, from an environmental point of view. And I, I wonder how that sits with you. Yeah, because, I mean, Manchester is about, um, you know, values. It's never been a sort of a, uh, I'm all right, Jack, kind of, I'll just make the money at whatever cost kind of place. You know, people are entrepreneurial. There's a huge entrepreneurial spirit within the, the city, no doubt about it. But it's not a sort of walk on by sort of entrepreneurialism, um, you know, a, a sort of get rich quick mentality. It's the opposite, really. People uh, want to be successful, but they want to give back. And that the city's always had that deep in its DNA, um, sort of industrial and social progress bound up, uh, bound up together. And I think increasingly in the 21st century, Cities with a purpose, with a kind of social purpose, with a set of values, will 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 succeed because the younger generation will want to live in places that have the right values at, at the heart. So I, you know, when I've prioritised homelessness, I, I kind of it's the right thing to do morally and in human terms, but it's also right in terms of the message that it sends about the kind of place that we are. Um, you know, we don't accept that anybody should should have to spend the night on the cold streets. You know, we're not like American city where they line people up in car parks or whatever you know we're not going to do that and I <clears throat> that I think is important uh, it's important for us in terms of what we believe in but it also sends a message to others around the world to say you know what that's the place I'd like to live that's the place I'd like to invest because they do things the right way and and that is it's not just something that we sort of and put into the planning system, isn't it? That has to be into the DNA of of anyone who's, um, you know, bringing a business to Manchester, building building a development in in Manchester. That has to be part of how they think and feel. 
Well, we'd say so. We would we would want people to buy in. Um, you know, we we are a city that's based on strong relationships between public and private sector. And I think when everyone does buy in, it's amazing what what can be can be achieved on homelessness. Actually, loads of businesses have supported me, and you know we've made a real change. It's a very different uh, picture today, and I think you know that kind of setting city missions on things and then everyone playing their part, I think is is kind of invigorating really. And it's about helping businesses be part of positive changes within uh, within society. And it is definitely part of the DNA. So, you know, if you go around the city and you see the, the B symbol on the bins and, you know, pretty much everywhere these days, you, you, you can see it. it. It stands for something quite, um, quite important. And that is that in Manchester, nobody's more important than anyone, anyone else, uh, including me. You know, it's a it's a place that's based on the the the, the notion of uh, of everyone playing their part, everyone working as a as a team as part of the hive, and that's very very much in in the Manchester uh, DNA. It's about team rather than than I, and and you know that that I think makes it a good place to work. And and sticking with that that team theme, we can't. Um... Uh, finish this conversation without talking about talking about the leveling up agenda and the need for you know the whole country to work together so that every place um, comes out of this situation better that's not quite what we're seeing just yet but um, how how important is it for, for people like yourselves for the private sector to really get behind um, what leveling up really should should mean Oh, I think it's, you know, I think it's tremendously important. So, you know, I, I'm on record as saying that levelling up is is the right... Sorry, I've got a... <laughs> Does it matter or you want to start again? Let's start again. <laughs> Wait. Fix that in the edit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. yeah. I'm on record as saying that the government has chosen the right theme with levelling up. This is the right challenge <clears throat> for our times. <clears throat> I think it is in danger of going a little wrong. Um, you know, when we look at what was announced in the budget recently, with you know Canterbury being a priority area for levelling up funding, but Salford not. Um, I have nothing against Canterbury at all, believe me, but I think people will be hard pressed to say, well, how, hang on a minute, how, how does that one work? <clears throat> so I think the government would be wise to sort of get back its focus on the areas that have really uh, been most damaged by COVID and therefore need most help to level up. I mean, that's where everyone will buy in. And I think we do need to buy into this as a country and it needs to be fair and a kind of unifying agenda as opposed to picking winners and losers in different parts of the country but if we if we can agree that uh, with the government then it's it's absolutely the right theme for everybody to to buy into the other thing i would say is it has to be driven bottom up i don't think you can level up from uh, from whitehall um you, you can't dictate to a place like greater manchester that you know this, this is, is how it's going to be and these are the the ways we're going to do it you have to um work from the from the ground upwards uh, and so we need to see a renewed commitment from the government to, um, to to taking power out of Westminster and putting it in places like Greater Manchester. We've already shown that we can use it really well. So, you know, if levelling up is to, to, to uh, make a tangible difference in the next few years, I think it means central government kind of leaning on 
local and regional government to, to, to you know to, to take a lot of the uh, the burden really um, and to get on and make change happen more quickly. We, we would argue that the more they the more they devolve, the quicker the change will will, will come. You know, when when you're constantly bidding to Whitehall for everything, it just creates delay and waste. Actually, um, if you devolve funding and trust people to spend it, you, you can see um, change happen much more quickly. And that's of course where you need each of those those um, regions to have to have those big ambitions. You know, the to to want to be showcases just like Manchester does today. Oh, absolutely. So I mentioned it before, but you know, I I, I believe we will shine brightly in the spotlight that is the COP26 because of the level of our ambition. Um, the fact that 2038 is a is a science-led target, not a political target. Um, that that gives us a credibility because of the work that we've already already done. I, I think there are investable uh, opportunities in Greater Manchester with regards to our, um, our energy grid, um, our transport system, uh, the the opportunity to retrofit our buildings and homes. Um, you know, that's the obvious place to focus, I think. Um, there are potentially thousands of really good quality jobs uh, available in, in retrofitting and, and modern methods of, of construction. And if you've got a city that's got the right connections with its industry and its um, uh, FE uh, sector, I think you, you know we could really make huge progress there. I don't think in my lifetime I've been in a position to say to the younger generation that if they train in a certain skill set, there's a chance of a good quality job for life. But I think that is uh, in, within our grasp when we look at the need to move with a you know a, a, a scale retrofitting uh, initiative across all ten districts, and you know that is an exciting opportunity that we need to unlock. And, and exciting opportunity, great great words there, um, particularly for a Future of Manchester event. Um, we are nearing, hopefully, fingers crossed, the end of, um, of lockdown. There will be a real need um, for cities um, to work together to bring people back in into them. Uh, what are your um, what are your hopes and dreams, I suppose, for for Manchester coming back to life? You mentioned how earlier how um, it's been particularly hit hard because of um, its dependence on hospitality. We know Manchester is a great place to go out. Uh, how are we going to bring everyone um, back and sort of restart that that fire that we know is in Manchester? I, mean, I, I think it will come roaring back, to be honest, um, uh, from a music point of view, from a football point of view, from a you know, major events point of view, I think people are just longing to be in the city. Uh, now, I know some companies are saying that they will kind of uh, move to a more homeworking operation. But to be honest, I don't, you know, I, I, that, there'll be an adjustment, but I don't think it will, um, you know, it, the city will, will, will find uh, new ways. And I think what it means is on the days when people do go into the office, into the city, they're more likely to enjoy everything that the city's got to, to offer. So I think it will, it will, um, it, it will work well. I think we've got to think about our surrounding towns as well, though. Um, we've got um, an exciting um, project underway in Stockport uh, through what's called the Stockport Mayoral Development Corporation, where we're building 3,500 uh, new homes linked to uh, public transport in, in, uh, in town centre Stockport. And I think in some ways that points to almost selling a new lifestyle to, to people who want to come and live in Greater Manchester so that you can you know, live in, a, in an affordable, modern uh, 
uh, apartment in a place like Stockport and you can be 10 minutes away from Manchester uh, city centre and you can you know work a bit from home a bit locally or, or in the city I think it's it's about giving people a new a new vision of, of, of how the city uh, will be and that's certainly what I'm uh, going to be using the mayoral election campaign to do to paint a picture of Greater Manchester in 10 years time um, and it's it's really exciting to be honest it's uh, it's going to see rapid change. I, I, you know, I'm absolutely certain of that. We're, we're going to be unrecognisable as a city in 10 years, uh, 10 years time. There is a massive opportunity for people to be a part of it. You know, we will be at the forefront of levelling up. No, no question about it. Um, with or without the government support, you know, we're on with it, and um, we're looking for partners who want to be part of the the, the long, the long term uh, journey. Uh, not fair weather friends. You know, we want long term partners. Um, and um, I know there's no no shortage of them out there. Fantastic. That brings me perfectly to my my final uh, question, which is more a statement that uh, that I, I'm I'm trying to get from everyone, which is the future of Manchester is digital, green, uh, but also clean uh, and fair. I guess um, in the we, we, we do now have to have a um, new new sort of mindset with regard to tackling inequality. So, you know, when we say build back better, I'm, I am thinking, you know, build back greener, cleaner, uh, but also build back more equal than we were going into it. Because we cannot uh, turn away from the fact that some of our communities have been hit really hard by the pandemic. And it's uh, because of the weakness of employment security for some people, the poor quality of housing in some places. You know, let's in in being optimistic about the future. Let's also though be honest about you know what what's got to change. And you know, we're looking for um, enlightened partners in the private sector to come on board with our Good Employment Charter, the Greater Manchester Good Employment Charter. Put, put a foundation amongst down uh, behind every one of our citizens, you know, give people more security than they've currently got. Um, and I think that will help us become healthier uh, as a as a society, uh, happier uh, than perhaps we are. And um, yeah, it's 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 something you know, we've got a long way to go, but I think we've got a, a great vision and a plan to do it. So the future of Manchester is uh, long answer, but um, it's uh, clean, green, uh, digital, and certainly more equal. Retransform is a global real estate technology provider. We are a proud partner of this year's EG Tech Awards 2021. Visit retransform.com to learn more about our services and prop tech platforms. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the EG Property Podcast. We hope you found the content insightful and helpful. If you'd like more of the same and to keep up with all the latest news, views, analysis and research that the EG Group has to provide, be sure to sign up to all of our property podcasts and subscribe to Radius Data Exchange for unlimited access to all of our content and comprehensive commercial real estate data. (laughs) 